Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. And I'm Chris. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. I don't know what that last part was. It's kind of a weird song, I guess, I'm singing. We'll, we'll just we'll stick with it. Yeah, let's, we'll, it'll be fun. All right, this episode's brought to you by Westminster Effects. Go check them out, westminstereffects.com. They've got amazing pedals, a lot of cool stuff on there. They've also owner of Nose Pedal as well. So if you're looking for some uh, auxiliary switches or utility pedals, check out that part of the site. But also you've got awesome overdrives, distortions, killer reverbs, uh, tremolo, delay, everything. Even an amp sim, they've got the Geneva, which is fantastic. You know, a lot of people are complaining. You've got uh, the Iridium, the Stomp. I've got the Tech 21 uh, series, the character series, and none of them have XLR out. This one actually, this is a pedal that has an XRL, XLR out. This is as plug and play as you can go for an amp sim. I mean, people are doing mods to stuff. You know, that's one of the commons for mods for the, uh, Joyo, uh, pedals, the amp sims, but people have actually put uh, well, my phone is still on. Do put XLRs and yeah, they, yeah, huh. they've been like modding them and doing all this. Why do that when you can get an amazing pedal that sounds great, has a nice AC sound, and comes ready to go? So go check out WestminsterFX.com. Tell them the effects loop sent you. It's always great. You can put that in the notes. There's a little spot where you can write a note to the company. I always put fun stuff, but uh, yeah, check it out. All right. Um, what's new with you chris uh nothing i we got a big snow this weekend so i have yet to make it to the other side of town to go pick up my dig oh man that sucks yeah so hopefully i can get out in the next couple of days and make my way out that way yeah that'd be really cool um well i haven't had much going on i'm working on a theme song for a cartoon on youtube Ooh. So I got commissioned to do that. I'm pretty excited. I pretty, I did spell commissioned right. I think I'd use spell check on it. Um, I was looking at, <laughs> it's, one, those, it's one of those words that you look at and you're just like, oh, I don't know. Uh-huh. But yeah, I've um, also been fighting walking pneumonia. I've been getting over that. So that's been great. Damn. Last week I said I was sick. I'm still sick. I'm on, uh, oh my gosh, it's been a nightmare. But yeah, so been doing that and uh working towards the full-time musician thing that's been very stre- interesting and stressful at the same time how, well, so. since you already got commissioned for a uh, cartoon on youtube how else how how well else how else well i don't know how is everything else going yeah that um yeah so i've got i've been doing like small stuff here and there uh i got that theme song i'm working on uh, I'm running into some troubles with that because I've planned on using GarageBand for a lot of it. Uh-huh. And because uh, I've got an iPad Pro, the thing's fantastic. It runs great. But the Sonic port that I use is bricked. It doesn't work with the new iOS 13. Wow. So I'm kind of in line six is like, it's not our fault. It's an, it's an Apple thing. It's in their software. And so I've, I've remembered and I didn't get a chance to test it. I've got a Focusrite little uh, another interface that's a lightning and I'm trying hmm. to do that. I'm also looking to see if someone has a MacBook Pro laying around that they want to trade some gear for or something. Yeah, also know. uh you could try getting the uh what's it the camera adapter that's basically a USB to lightning 
mm-hmm. thing. Um, I use that with my keyboard with uh, GarageBand. It seems to work okay. I haven't plugged an interface into it yet, but do you use it for like MIDI? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, I was looking at that too. They've got some cool Bluetooth MIDI. And I was kind of thinking about that, but I, I don't know. I've got to figure out what I'm going to do. I want to get this song. Well, it's two songs. It's an opening and then kind of like a final song. And uh, it's always is, interesting is to it try anime? to get. It's yeah. Well, no, it's not anime. It's uh, I don't know. It's kind of different. Um, I think he's he's only put out like one episode, and it's a guy that I used to work with, and so I'm kind of. Uh, testing the water there but i want to get that done and that way i can have something in my portfolio and is it lucas the spider i don't know what that is damn it so no (laughs) i'll I'll have to send it to you um and uh but yeah well (laughs) i'm kind of moving there i've got some hits i've got an ad out right now for uh guitar lessons and i'm kind of going from there i'm gonna do a little bit try to do a little bit of everything i've got a couple feelers for uh playing guitar but i'm also i'm doing the solo i'm gonna do the solo artist pretty hard my brother's coming into town next week and nice. uh, he represents artists and he is also an artist you should know he does our he did our theme song that's one of his original songs off of his album and uh he's gonna come out and we're gonna hit the town pretty hard and we're gonna get some gigs set up so that's what that's what's going on with me uh, i'm also looking keeping my options open for a real job Jess and I've talked and we're at relocations actually not out of the possibility. Just come to Denver. Yeah. But like, I have to, I have to have a job <laughs> before I go. If we're going to relocate, I have to be relocating for a job. Right. But unless you got me a job out in Denver. Uh, there, there's quite a few, uh, if you're wanting to stay in the fast food management thing. There's nope, quite a few. nope. That's a no, no, that's a no from me. dog. <laughs> Uh, not happening if i if i'm I'm gonna use this opportunity while i've got the ability to get out of food i've done it for long enough it runs me into the ground and it makes me hate humanity and i need to get out of that but let's move on to the (laughs) gear news so first thing on gear news uh behringer actually announced uh, freetribemusic.com it actually launched they've talked about it this is supposed to be an an online marketplace uh so it's kind of like that other place that's not delay but a different type of modulation and um but it's it's very fresh it just launched yesterday i'm actually i went on there i created a profile i've actually got things listed for sale right now and i'm gonna kind of, i want to feel it out uh there's a couple questions i emailed them about and i haven't gotten i don't think i've gotten anything back yet because i wanted to kind of see um, like there's a, there's a couple things that they're not very clear on right now. Mm-hmm. Number one, without making an offer with someone, I haven't found out what payment to, they use or if they offer a payment service or if they're just a like middleman, kind of like a Facebook group right. or what they're doing because it's just kind of, um, I don't know. It's very, very, very fresh. Like I said, it just launched yesterday. Hmm. Uh, they might be planning to use it to sell their own products. They, it shows because there's a deals and promo section, then there's new products. But listing something, I found that I can actually list a deal, which is pretty cool. And I believe that that would kind of go under the deal thing. And new products might be new listings. So I, I'm not sure. It's very interesting. 
uh, what they're doing, especially that it's an actual gear company doing yeah. this. Yeah, like it's it's Behringer, and it seems like they're coming into a market that with um, I think what they're doing too is they're not offering. If they were smart, in my opinion, they wouldn't offer a way to collect payment because if they did, they would have to do the sales tax thing. Yeah. And that's where everyone's freaking out on reverb right now. So Behringer, while I'm sure they've been do planning this for a while, might be able to undercut reverb with free music tribe and, uh, and just avoid taxes because they don't charge any fees or anything like that. So I'm guessing they're just the, it's a forum. Mm -hmm. where people can find each other and have and make deals is what it seems like but once again they're not very clear on that in my opinion um i want to find the uh let's see you wouldn't be able to place a free at i'm sorry i hate that we're reading it we kind of jumped in really fast i've got an appointment to go get something cut out of my eyelid <laughs> um that's always but, fun yeah, I had a sty, and it, like it won't go away. I've tried everything. I did ointments, stuff like that, and so I'm about to do live music. I can't go out with a bump like right on my eyelid. <laughs> It'll be very awkward. Uh, images, everything. But it seems. Let's see. We also accept that some things, something has to pay for the system that allows a transaction to happen. You wouldn't be able to place a free advert in a newspaper or exchange in Mark. Um. So it's like, they're like, yeah, we're doing it for free. So I'm assuming that it's, uh, I don't know. I, I'm assuming they're trying to be the middleman yeah. and just like, and, and not do anything with payment, not be responsible for anything. But also I didn't find a disclaimer that said we were not responsible for anything. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just kind of a weird thing. It's still fresh. And I'm trying to figure out, and there goes my dog barking. And there's no one here, dummies. Oh my gosh. They think. Okay. Yep. But we've got that. And then uh, you're going to have to cut this out. Give me one second. Let me go figure out what they're doing. Okay. Sorry. All right, I'm back. Perfect. All right. So what do you think about Behringer doing this? What do you, I mean, I, I, I've been having issues moving things on Reverb. And whenever I do have people making offers, they're like, we'll have to pay tax and da 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 And I've, I've been dealing with that and I'm tired of it. And I think that this would be a great option. Don't you have, uh, can't you have like, paypal listed as a like option to where you can like avoid the taxes and stuff 
on reverb yes no that's actually against their policy because by doing that you're also avoiding their fee for selling that's why that went away okay so you can still pay paypal but if they catch you like doing that i mean it's just not good it's still listed on their site so i guess it's just using the Oh, it's probably like a... You're talking about bypassing them and using PayPal, which you can't do anymore. Okay, so that may be what they're doing then is like they see the issue that, you know, Reverb is having to run into because Mm -hmm. of this whole new internet sales tax. Uh, When did that come out? Like 2017, 2018? It's been, yeah, it's been slowly being implemented. Yeah, because I know like Amazon was like one of the first to pick it up and then Reverb finally picked it up. So I guess I could see it as a way to be able to get around that just for, you know, the consumer's sake. Because, you know, like you said, you got Facebook Marketplace and like Craigslist. Like those are the two places you can do these kinds of things and get around it. But half the time, you know, you don't have the... I guess backing or anything of a company that is kind of saying like, yes, we've kind of verified this person, you know, there's rate. Well, Facebook started the rating system where you can rate your thing, but who's going to sit there and do that, you know? Mm -hmm. But, uh, so if they've got stuff like that in place, I could see how that could be helpful for the community of, you know, Hey, there's this, you know, new forum ran by, you know, such and such and we've added all these nice features that you know something like reverb has but you don't have to pay the extra tax yeah well let's see let's move on to the next thing um the hirus harius maybe sure h-e-r-a-e-u-s harius maybe could be like greek sounding the Amoy is the world's first 3D printed bridge made used uh, made out of metal. Using a clever bionic structure, the bridge increases string vibrations to the instrument while remaining scratch and corrosion resistant. It looks like a cheese grater. Or no, no. Yeah, kind of. It looks interesting. It looks cool. I'll say that. On the guitar that it's showing, mm-hmm. it looks cool. But it's got, I mean, it's got that look of... Um, most 3d printed things where it's kind of got the honeycomb yep and but i think it looks really cool it seems uh seems like with 3d printing i don't know it'd be kind of interesting um i mean if, if it's all metal then i don't see any difference between this and the uh stamped yeah ones, well honestly like this I, might I'm be a little... maybe these maybe these will be able to be cheaper because they're 3d printed i don't know or That's maybe that would make it more expensive i'm trying to find i don't there's no price on anything right now the only thing i've seen is uh, nick huber of nick huber guitars has already tried the amyloid bridge on one of his guitars and considers it to be an exciting next step in guitar building hmm. so I'm going to read into that really bad right now. An exciting next step means that it probably wasn't that great, but it's on its way to being something awesome. Yeah. I mean, you're going to, especially if you got like the prototype, you still got a few kinks you got to work out. Cause like, 
your doll could probably be just my minorly different than the actual like physical thing. So yeah. I might have to get some of those nuisances out, but I don't know, especially if they, okay, here, here would be the interesting thing that they did. If they actually released the file to this as well as like, oh. selling the thing, because if, if you release it and like somebody, I don't know if it takes, I'm guessing it takes a special kind of metal 3d printer, but just yeah. if somebody has one, you know, they'd be able to, you know, do their own thing with it or if they've just got one for their hobby. Well, like, I think it would just kind of mess up the propi- yeah, proprietary. I don't know what the word I'm looking for on this. I think it would just, it would kind of ruin that because they've come up with this design. If they release that out, they're pretty much just giving away kind of mm-hmm. like uh, open source. But, and I don't, I don't know if they'd want to do that. Maybe they could license it easier that way. Potentially. Cause this doesn't even look like a, yeah, this doesn't even look like a, like they do any other kind of instrument stuff. Like they just did this. So maybe it's somebody yeah. else already did the like CAD design for it and just mm-hmm. had, them do it so if that guy wants to be able to release it yeah i think they're more or less showing off they're the metal company yes and they're showing off that their metal is the bomb so so. we'll see i I think i just thought this was very cool and it is an exciting next step you know we've seen 3d printed guitars and everything but to see where we're going with 3d printing in general is really cool but that leads us on to our next thing, which has nothing to do with anything else. Um, this, <laughs> uh, so Maxon's coming out with the SD9SH, the Scott Henderson Sonic Distortion. So has Maxon really ever done a... Uh, um, artist? Artist pedal. Not that I know of. I've never seen one before. Um because they're kind of uh, who would be a good example oh that's this? why my dogs went nuts my sorry my package was delivered mm-hmm. uh, that makes more sense but uh it's kind of interesting because they pick someone do you know who scott henderson is no not at all me either it's so interesting um he's a guitar player uh well of course it's a guitar pedal um he's an american jazz fusion and blues guitarist best known with his band tribal tech oh yeah tribal tech really you know who that is nope <laughs> fell for it didn't you oh my god i really did <laughs> I, was like, I was like okay i was like please explain to me who this is in 1991 he was named nine the number one jazz guitarist by guitar world magazine and in january 92 he was voted best best jazz guitarist by guitar player magazine's annual readers poll so um, about the same time that Eric Johnson was relevant, more, more, most relevant. It's weird. Like, why are they picking this <laughs> guy out of, I mean, there's so many people that they could have tapped into. Um, I would have jumped so, off. Like, speaking of that, like, if this was, like, if, I don't think Eric Johnson even uses, like, tube screamers or anything like that. I think he's mostly. Or the internet. Muffs. He's old school. I don't know. He's getting there. But uh, if they like labeled it under there, Like I probably would have been a whole lot more excited. <laughs> okay, this is... All right, so I'm looking at his website that was made with uh, Geocities, or Geocities, whatever you want to call it. Um, his last album he released was January 1st, 2009, or 
July 1st, 2019. So that's not too long ago. But it's just, it's weird. I just think, I mean, Maxon's kind of an obscure brand anymore anyways. Uh, uh, didn't they, I need to hold on? I need to pull up their Wikipedia page because I feel like they were started from the old Ibanez employees. No, or found, was it the Ibanez? It was the other way around, wasn't it? Actually, it might have been because Maxon was founded in 1965, and I don't yeah. think Ibanez. No, Ibanez wasn't until the 80s, I think, or late 70s. No, the 70s. Duh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It was the 70s. Um, Manufactured pickups, the Ibanez. Maxon was an OEM pedal builder, uh, or OEM pedal maker for several manufacturers, including Ibanez. Maxon made Ibanez pedals. So okay. Maxon came before Ibanez. I mean, they just, what, like, what are they doing? Because Maxon's doing small stuff here and there. It's just really, it's just, it's weird. They just did the Robert Keeley OD808. OD um, they came out with the Maxon Apex 808 and now they're coming out with an obscure sd9 with scott henderson who i'm sure people know but in our realm and in our age mm -hmm. no one knows but it's interesting um i've it sounds like an sd9 and uh, like it's just it looks like an sd9 it's got black knobs instead of like silver knobs I just I don't know I, I I had to pick this because who is Scott Henderson, right? Hmm. Um, but they, they could just be brand. I think they're just branching out into the artist thing because I guess if they've been doing like the OEM thing for years and you know Ibanez might have become a little more popular than them, you know they might have just decided they gotta actually branch branch out and do things. Yeah. They don't well, even have their uh, artist page updated on their website yet. Yeah. I mean. And they have a uh, custom shop question mark. I have no idea. Interesting. All right. Let's get on. Let's get past Max. Uh, you're, you're, Chris is like, wait, hold on. Okay. <laughs> so the next uh, <laughs> next new gear thing is actually just kind of an interesting thing. Um, it's a PlayStation 1 that has four pedals crammed into it. I've always found the weird rehouses and stuff very interesting. So this was posted on Instagram. It's called the Pedal Station One. It includes an Ibanez 808, a Proco Rat, a Mad Professor Deep Deep, Deep Blue Delay, and an, an EHX LPB1. So it's just, you have to go and look at this. Uh, I think maybe... Uh, Chris can add this into the description or something, maybe. Copy some of these links. I can try. You can do it. <laughs> uh, so, but it just looks cool, in yeah. my opinion. It has a really... I would be interested. I'm guessing they probably glued down the cover that would lift up on the PS1. Unless that's your way to get in. I'm wondering if the power button works. <laughs> like, I... I wish they would have put because they've got all the stomps, uh, stomp switches up top, with corresponding lights. I'm guessing you've so I mean you got the the blue knobs are the deep blue, the green is the 808, the red's gonna be your uh, rat, and then there's a clear one on the left. I'm guessing is the LPB one. Yep. But it's just so cool, 
and they've got corresponding colors. Um, the, yeah, I'm guessing this yellow one's LPB1. Blue in the top left is the delay. Red in the top right is the rat. Green in the bottom right is the 808. It's just kind of it's an it's an interesting thing to see. Um, let's see the man himself explaining why he chose these four pedals and how he modded them while building the PS one. Uh, the combination of TS and rad is incredible and you can take a huge range of tones with these two ranging from light saturation to high gain. Deep blue is a clean and direct to the point delay that opens the door to creativity. Um, I modded it to increase. I'm guessing, uh, he's talking. Okay. So he modded the deep blue to increase the maximum volume of the repetitions the lpb one worked very well with the ts and the rat and is great for having the that highlight at the time of solos hmm. uh you can go on his instagram which his user handle is uh t-e-t-h-i-n-h-a-s so you can go on there you can listen to it you can see it um and it's just kind of interesting. Oh, I can't read what this says right there, or else I'd be able to tell you what the... There is something that the power button does. Let's see. Oh, it's not in English. That's great, too. Good job. Um, where is he so from? So there's... Huh? I'm trying to see where he's from. I can't tell where he's from. Uh, probably somewhere that speaks Spanish because that's Spanish uh, or Espanol. Um, you can't translate that. My last name's Diaz, buddy. It doesn't mean <laughs> I can speak it. I know. I know when I'm getting cussed out in Spanish, but I'm not sure about anything else. <laughs> it's like I feel like what, you're trying to offend me right now. <laughs> yeah, you can go for it. It sounds fun. Um, we're gonna move on to the last thing in the gear news section. Uh, this also was something just really interesting and cool. I see, I saw a lot of people have probably seen this online, but uh, a man creates a microtonal guitar using Lego blocks as frets. We've seen Lego guitars before, but this is a microtonal guitar, so it actually plays. It's not just you know whole steps and half steps and all this. It's 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 microtones, and they use these pieces where he can actually adjust them to tune every microtone it looks like he's using nylon strings on there which i'm sure he'd have to because if you put metal ones on there it'd probably bend into the uh plastic yeah, and cause real mm-hmm. real bad wear yeah but also here's my question why <laughs> like legos that would hurt i'm afraid to step on them i wouldn't want to put my hands all over them all the time i know it's novelty but <laughs> it's I mean, uh, it looks like he put it on a classical guitar, so I don't think you'd uh, you'd hurt yourself too much. I mean, he plays it very smooth, but he's like you said. I mean, it's on a classical guitar. Oh, that's a little kid. Uh, that kid was not playing that. They confused me for a second. Sorry. Hmm. I was like, that little kid was killing it. But uh, hopefully we'll be able to put the links in here and uh, you guys can check this out. It's just really, really cool. And that's it for gear. All right. So what would you, if you could do a Lego guitar, what would you build? It's a very good question. Like what style would I go for? Or just like what in general would I do? 
because it's yeah Legos. what in general like you you have unlimited amounts of legos Ooh. and all you have to do is tell someone what you want and they'll build it you don't even have to build it you just get a lego guitar made for you i feel like i would do something like super not necessarily funky like out there like maybe something yeah. like i don't know first thing that came to mind was like a mountain <laughs> i don't know why i would I want i like 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 coors light mountains <laughs> it turns blue whenever you're playing well <laughs> well <laughs> i mean that'd be something you could do with the uh legos because you can buy uh lights light and stuff, systems and, you and all can that yeah. build it as thick as you need to and just run some leds through there i i know what i would want to do i would want to do so i would i would take a muse kind of stance i'd want a chaos pad built in because it'd be really easy to do that mm -hmm. and uh i would want the body shape probably to be I would, I'd have to do something funky if I'm doing Legos. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Legos would make the perfect steampunk guitar. Yeah. I would want to do it. I would want moving parts in it. Yes. I would probably, I would probably want to do like a, like a telly thin line with moving parts and a chaos pad. Ooh. And I would want it to be probably like, I probably want it to be like all white but the moving parts with colors like maybe neon colors or something like that mm -hmm. and maybe maybe even have it where it, the lights respond to the playing that'd be pretty cool that, that would, that be, would it. That would be it yeah okay i need to get some legos yep. i know what i'm doing <laughs> i know what i'm doing now you can buy them in bulk I'm, off of ebay no my kids have so many legos it's not even funny like absolutely ridiculous amounts of Legos. Don't steal your kids' Legos. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> they're a bunch of jerks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love I love my kids. Uh, so we're gonna move on to our topic. But before we do that, I'm gonna take a second. Uh, our friend and longtime supporter of our podcast, probably from the beginning, uh, Mr. Will Lahue is actually he's part of the Just Surprise Me podcast. Which, if you haven't checked them out, I was recently on there. And uh, that was a lot of fun. Adam Rohrer, who uh, had the Let Him Hear podcast, uh, they were all drunk. <laughs> so I was the only uh, quote-unquote sober person there. And sure. I, I was the only person who was not drunk there. And it was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Uh, so go check that out. But also, he's doing a cool thing. He's doing what's called Mediocre. It's a channel on YouTube called <laughs> Mediocre Demos. Uh, Chris laughed through that. I'm going to say it again so people can hear it. Mediocre demos. Go check it out. Uh, it's, you know, he sent it to me and gave, you know, it was like, what do you think? And it, be, being someone who's, I, I've done one demo and it took me like a year and a half to do it. So I can't say anything mm -hmm. about demo work, but I gave him like, a, I give him a few suggestions. But man, he's, the cool thing about Will is he's got a great personality where you just enjoy listening to him talk about stuff because when he's passionate about it, it it shows through even though it's not like he's jumping screaming passionate but you can tell that he's loving what he's doing well, that's already so go better than half of the channels out there i know that's right some, of these <laughs> people, are just, <laughs> yeah, some like, people are just in it for the money yeah, which like, means can that you I please need to... shut up and just play please just play but yeah he uh 
he's heading in the right direction. Hopefully he's able to keep this up and keep it moving. Uh, but we, uh, I did a reach out for topics and we're going to hit this one because I thought it was pretty good. Um, we might do a couple topics because there was a couple goofy ones and I figured we can have a little bit of fun. Uh, is it worth it to find the perfect dirt box or are we just using that as an excuse to not get to trying to, uh, sorry, I'm a, I didn't proofread. Are we just using that as an excuse to not try to achieve playing our, our goals of playing, like playing out, recording, writing music, learning songs. Um, that was submitted by Jason one of our uh, supporters and I have to say I am 100% guilty of this and trying to transition to music full time I have found that I am absolutely just I, gear, I was gear hoarder mm -hmm. and it's been an excuse you know it's not like I don't play out because I don't have the right dirt box or the right this or that it's that I'd rather just play with toys instead of actually honing in my craft. Yeah. Um, like learning songs. I don't remember. You know, I, I just until recently, whenever I, I have to learn songs now, I don't remember the last time I sat down and learned a song. Like all the way through. Uh, I sat down the other day. I got to mess around. Uh, I learned uh, what the beginning to roundabout, that acoustic part. Mm-hmm. And just because I really want my son to learn the bass line, so I can do boom, because it's the as they're like, oh, that's the to be continued song. I'm like, that's roundabout. Like, I don't know about this to be continued song. Mm -hmm. Then I found out that I guess they everyone uses that in videos when it's to be continued. But yeah, we're I think we're all out there just trying to. We're like we we put tone above the music now. Yeah, I could see and, that. I mean, how many times have you watched someone play and they're playing very well? You're like, yeah, but it sounded like crap. Okay, but they're playing. Mm -hmm. And you're sitting there on your ass watching YouTube, critiquing them, and you haven't done shit. I know that sounds kind of horrible, but honestly, I no, it's, it's just... Accurate. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, the, the thing is, is because I'm 100% guilty. This is me preaching to the choir. Um... And it's 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 true. Uh, have have you found the perfect dirt box, Chris? Yes. Oh, you have. What is it? Uh, the custom TS9 I have that has a boost in it. Oh, is that the checker box one, or is that no? Different? That's the uh, it's a different one. It's by Leet's Guitars. Uh, I don't, okay. I don't think he makes them anymore, but he still builds guitars and stuff. He's out of Nashville, so it was local to me. A while back uh so yeah that that's uh perfect overdrive the perfect distortion i think is probably the checker that's probably i've held on to it and the perfect fuzz is the pelotar so like i found all of those i think my i, I guess guilty pleasure or just my mm -hmm. my thing is probably delays and reverbs yeah but i, I feel like really bad about delay yeah but i feel like since i've had to like scale down a lot and i've gone through enough of them that it's like i know what i like and if something else if something new comes out it's like i'm willing yeah. to try it but it's not like oh my god i have to have this mm -hmm. to play better so i feel like ha yeah. having this what year or two of not really getting anything new or mostly getting new guitars just because like you know 
I have the sound I'm going for, which is, you know, humbuckers and P90s and trying to get guitars that have those things so mm-hmm. I can actually get the sound that I want to hear. I, I feel like if you can get to that point, that's a good middle ground. Because yeah. then, because all this stuff is tools and, you know, the tools help you do the right job. Well, the the tough thing that I found for me is I don't spend enough time with items to dial them in. Yeah. I plug something in, mm-hmm. I turn the knobs a little bit. I'm like, oh, I don't know how I like that. And then I'm looking for the next thing. And we just have become a gear culture where that's what you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I got that, uh, Crowther Audio hotcake, which apparently, I mean, it's a coveted overdrive. Mm -hmm. It really is. I plugged it in like one time and it's just been sitting on the shelf ever since. (laughs) Do I sell it? Do I need to use it? You know? And that's what, with me, um, what I've been doing to help sustain my family while I'm starting to look for work and do all this stuff is I've been selling gear and it's funny. It's, it's funny and it's sad at the same time that all my friends have seen me selling stuff and I'm getting messages. Are you okay? Is everything okay? Like people know I buy stuff. They don't, they don't see me sell right. stuff often and they see me. I mean, I'm so I sold guitar. I sold two very nice guitars. I've got another nice guitar that's up for sale. Um, I've sold, I've just sold pedal after pedal. I mean, I even got to the point where, uh, I went and traded a bunch of pedals that I've had up for sale on reverb for a while that just weren't going and traded it for the, uh, what was it? The Catalan bread, the epoch pre. Mm-hmm. And we just talked about that. Was that last week or the week before? And it was, uh, I was like, man, I know I can, I can get rid of this and I won't be out that much money. I really, I mean, uh, I traded a Pigtronics my my distortion micro which i got on stupid deal of the day mm-hmm. i traded uh tech 21 british which i i i liked it but i only like martial sounds when it's like distorted or gain so it wasn't a good clean platform i didn't want to use it so why get rid of it and uh ernie ball ambient delay which no one wants to touch so I had it sold within, I traded that for the, uh, Epoch pre and I had it sold within like 12 hours. Nice. If that, I mean, it was as simple as I didn't even plug it in. Like I, th- that's where I, I probably should have just for research purposes, but I legit, I did a deal at like nine o'clock at night. I was like nine thirty in a Shoney's parking lot. And, uh, it was interesting because this guy looked rough. I did not. I, I have a carry permit, so I'm always safe whenever I go. I'll, I'm always able to protect myself mm-hmm. in case of these situations. But this guy, I'm talking about like, he had like the cross tattoo in between the eyes, like all this stuff. And I was just like, Oh God, what did I get myself into? <laughs> but luckily the deal went great. The guy was actually very, very nice. It's one of those don't judge a book by its cover, which is stupid. Cause that's exactly what covers for books are for. 
but that's a horrible saying. I don't know why we even <laughs> use that. Um, that's literally why they make covers for books, is so we can All know right. what's in them. But, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we just we've gotten into this world where we put so much money. But I'll say this: if it wasn't for me hoarding, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to sustain my family currently. So it it works out in the long run sometimes, but it's also really hurt me as a artist having with growth throughout the past few years. Right. So, and then having a podcast where I just talk about gear the whole time is not helpful either. So this is my last episode. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Like Diaz just just start a new on air. We'll we'll do a new segment of uh, uh, Diaz's solo of the week, and you have to write a new solo every week. No, 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 no. We won't do that. No, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things. I'm, you know, I, I think that was a great thing to bring up. I, everyone needs to check their heart. Hashtag check your heart, bro, and just kind of go from there. But I mean, I, I I agree with that sentiment. I think it's a really good, and that was a really good way to phrase it. Good job, Jason. I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that a lot. That was, that was really good. Way for me to like self-evaluate on the air it's like i just had diaz look into his own soul <laughs> jason penetrated my soul uh oh my. have you seen bad boys for life yet no oh my gosh you have to see it it was absolutely fantastic jess and i went and saw it yesterday and it was great um it's funny jess has been yelling at me because uh chris you're you're getting out of this situation but i'm currently in the unemployment situation Mm -hmm. and it's like i'm sick but i've got to keep hustling yep and it's like i'm i've been looking for deals i've been doing like small stuff here and there making things happen i just did a setup and restring for a friend for 50 bucks um he had this squire bullet that was uh it wasn't the like low end affinity series bullets, but it's, it's a Squire bullet. And it's actually really, it's a nice guitar. Now, um, this neck was so bowed or right. it was horrible and he plays at church and, and it's, I've gotten to that point too, where I've, I have to value my time. Yeah. Because if I'm going to do it full time, I can't keep doing, I can't just do stuff for people. I mean, I can, but it's like, if I'm going to be like quote unquote self-employed, I have to have my price. Oh yeah. Uh, that's, that's been really tough too. So, um, which means, uh, how long have we been doing this? Cause I'm going to have to charge you, Chris. <laughs> Char- <laughs> uh, charge it to our sponsor. Yeah, there we go. Um, but anywho, we're going to move on and go forward. I don't, I don't know where I was going with that. I don't either. Cause is there anything else? I don't think there is. I think we were going to hit some of these small topics. What was I talking about? Why was I talking about doing the setup and everything? Because uh, making money, hustling. In the hustling, music. yeah. Oh, no, no. We were talking about Bad Boys for Life, but Jess was like, no, we need to go see a movie. And I'm like, I don't have time. And she's like, you're dying. You're sick. I'm like, like walking pneumonia. I'm like, I, I, she's like, you need to rest. Let's go see a movie, rest and everything. I just couldn't do it. It was funny. But we went and saw that movie. It was really good. You should check it out. Okay. Um my, it's my Diaz's movie yeah. recommendation for the week. What is this, a movie podcast? It could be. Um, but let's see. Let's go through some of these fun little uh, suggestions. Joshua K. Fraser said, podcast, why all the episodes? Well, honestly, Josh, it's very simple. I like listening to myself talk. 
Shush. And I think that everyone should listen to me talk. Jamie Davis said one and done. That's the way I always, that's what I always <laughs> say. Uh, I've done a podcast that was, that was literally one and done. Yeah. I don't think anyone can find it and I hope no one does. Um, and you, you all have your challenge for the week. Yeah. Well, people might, they'll probably be able to find it. I really don't want them to. I was drunk when I made it. Hmm. Um, that's actually a hint. Uh, Joshua K. Frazier also asked why podcasts always have a smooth, smooth SOF voice. What is SOF? Smooth, soft voice, I guess is what he's going for. And a sharp, sharp cheddar voice. Who is the smooth, who is the small, who is the smooth, soft voice here? Would that be you? I'm always soft. Yeah. (laughs) Am I the sharp cheddar? Bringing that stinky cheese. Uh, let's see. Christian Avila said bagels and cream cheese, savory or sweet. Scott Hamilton commented everything bagel, chive and onion, cream cheese. That sounds really good right now. <laughs> Too bad I can't eat it. I'm just sitting. Oh, I'm starving. That's been our but... roommates and uh, Jasmine's thing ever since we moved here. It's been bagels in the morning, and I'm just I, I sit there. It's like okay, this is this is this is bread with cheese on it it's not i I like bagels you know what i do love though i love like blueberry bagels with butter Mm. oh like toast them with butter yeah okay i like it so i I like sweet bagels too i think i think any bagel is okay but i do prefer i will say i will prefer um butter on a bagel over cream cheese but i i I won't discriminate i'm down for whatever jasmine does butter on hers too so i'm glad that's not just an like just her thing because no. yeah first time she told me to do that i'm like what why no because well i mean think about butter though butter is kind of sweet and salty at the same time mm-hmm. so it's, it's got a really good flavor to it but that is it for this week check out westminster nah. westminster effects brett alexander what? wants us to talk about him what do you want to say about Brett? He's a beautiful soul. I don't know. I'm scrolling through. He uh, uses Snapchat filters, apparently. Uh, owns a Gretsch. He went to Sky High, class of 2034. Wow. He's in California. He's a Cali boy. Uh, which part of California? Um, um, McKinleyville? I have no idea where that fucking is. Yeah. What is this, a geography podcast? This is not a California podcast. You take the I four. You take ah. the four up to the six. He's in that northern uh, Cali. Okay, topic is Northern California really California? No, it is just <laughs> it is Southern Oregon. Southern Oregon. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So all right. Now we we got to wrap this up. I got to go. Yes, uh, yep. We're going WestminsterEffects.com. Thank you, Westminster Effects, for sponsoring this episode. Go check them out. Order something. You know what the cool thing is too? Their prices are very, 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 very reasonable. Yes. Uh, the Piper Drive is a great, nice light gain overdrive. 119 bucks, I believe. Maybe 129. Uh, I got an my aux switch for 30 bucks that I wanted. And then it, it's just isn't the amp sim only like 250? Something like that. Maybe 270. I can't remember off the top of my head. But go check them out. You can also go to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/TheEffectsLoop. It's really cool. You can give us money seeing as we need your money. You can give it to us. We can use it. It's really cool. Also, you can go to Instagram at the effects loop. Check us out there. 
You can go to facebook.com slash groups. I see effects loop. That's where we ask for topic ideas. We like to chat, have fun. You can go in there. And if you go in there and you get really active, who knows? Maybe we'll just give, give you the podcast. <laughs> and then you can go to the, if, if you have any topic suggestions and you don't like using Facebook or Instagram, you can just email us at the effects loop at gmail.com. Or shoot us an so, invite on LinkedIn. Yeah. Check out our LinkedIn. We've had two views so far. I don't know if we can handle that type of traffic. So for the effects loop, I'm Diaz. And I'm Chris. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Adios.